Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American Shooting Sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection, of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and I will be your guide for the next two hours of the program. Hey, before we get started, got to go around the room. Got to introduce my fellow patriots joining me here today. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop. Yeah, oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Thank you, sir. Now, and, and then we have to clarify: are we yes. are we still doing stupendous? Also, are we still call, are we just saving that for the second hour? <laughs> we do second hour stupendous. I'm just going to roll my eyes. I'm going to roll my eyes at you and nod my head and go whatever you want to do, Mike, because you can't remember stupendous. I could remember stupendous. I just didn't know what we were supposed to be doing. That's it's, why I'm asking. I'm, I'm seeking legal counsel guide, here. I'm seeking legal counsel. Who is the guide for the next two hours? Not just of the show, but of the entire universe. That would be you. I don't guide the entire universe, just the solar system. Wow, what an underachiever. <laughs> he's, he, he's what not, an underachiever. He's not hitchhiking. <laughs> no. He's driving the Winnebago. Driving the Winnebago. Driving the Winnebago. It's the uh, space Winnebago from Spaceballs. Remember? Yeah. Ludicrous speed. Ludicrous, exactly right. He uh, clearly doesn't have control of his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hey, listen, before we get, before we get too deep into this, I have to remind everybody, you can listen to us now. Live on the old internet, 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays, Eastern Time. That's 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Saturn Saturdays. Eastern Saturn Time. Eastern Saturn Time. Eastern Saturn. <laughs> Check us out, 3 to 5 p.m. 
Eastern Time on Saturdays, uh, or you can go to that. Uh, it's Arms Room Radio. Go to armsroomradio.com, and you can follow the links from there. You that's, can see that's all the probably shows. best. Just go to armsroomradio.com and yeah. quit trying to listen to what you're telling them. Yeah, just, just, I'm just going all different directions. It's a good directions idea. Right? It's a good idea. Just, going, <laughs> just, just, going, idea. just read it, because I know there. who put that there. Kevin, you uh, you you know normally we'd ask you anything uh, anything cool, anything happening, anything wonderful in the world of law. You need to change the names, and you uh, you had a little you well, had a little story for us today. You know, th- this happened a while back, and and I I didn't really think about it until I was in an argument with somebody the other day. Right. And and I apologized. Um, and I had a case with with a female attorney that I've had litigation with before. Against. Uh, yes, it, okay. it, we we don't say against, we say with. Okay. Uh, scissors, lawyers are scissors. We only cut the things that come between us, not each other. Ah. Okay. Ah. Uh, so I had a, a so litigation a with this, with there this, somewhere. yeah, there is, <laughs> with uh, professional courtesy. That's why Jaws never bit me. <laughs> um, so I, I, their expert was on the stand, and I I took their expert's testimony, uh, on cross examination, and when I was finished, I turned and I apologized to opposing counsel. And the judge said, Mr. Maxwell, are you apologizing? Or, Your Honor, after the number of years that I've been married, I know that when you win an argument with a woman, you need to immediately apologize. <laughs> and you talk about something getting mad. <laughs> she was furious because not only did I just embarrass her expert, I just pointed out to the judge that I've just embarrassed their expert and proven my arguments. That did go kind of our way. But when I got out in the hallway... Um, I was really hoping there'd be somebody from the sheriff's department there to protect me because she was really, 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 really mad. She wanted to, she wanted to do things to me with a hole punch. Right. I think was the <laughs> other. Just, yeah. We're gonna go full and bangy on you, buddy. You're gonna be wearing plates in your ears. That must have been something to see. <laughs> it, 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 it was. She kept getting up and right. moving around the courtroom. Right. right. To try to be able to give her expert hand signals. Uh, oh, okay. And I would I would move around the courtroom every time she got up, and I would block her view by standing between her and the expert. And the judge finally said, "What are you two doing?" Because you know he's <laughs> right. making notes; he's right. not looking at us. Right. And I said, "Your Honor, I'm I'm trying to keep counsel from coaching the witness." And he goes, "Go back to your table and sit down." <laughs> and and I said, and he said, "You go back to the podium. Neither one of you move." Y- yes, Your Honor. I, I, I won't move if she doesn't move. <laughs> I said not to move. I understand completely, yeah. Your Honor. And if she doesn't move, I won't move. Right, right. I won't move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if she moves, I'm moving. And suddenly I felt like Butch Cassidy. Right. You know, it's uh, Sundance Kid. Uh, can I move? Yeah. Bang. Yeah. And, and he hits the block of wood. But similar in my house, uh, the women in my house, they get up and move around when I'm sitting down watching the baseball game and they stand between me and the TV and have a conversation with each other or on the phone while I'm trying to watch the baseball game. That, that, that's not the problem I had when my children were younger. They would want to ask me something and they're little, right. they were little, right. I mean, they're, but they're your age now. And they would wait till I sat on the toilet and they'd come walking in and I had to grab a towel and throw it over my lap. And then they would have me hostage because yeah. I couldn't, right. yeah. I couldn't leave. Yeah. Because they would want to ask me questions, and their mother would join them, and then I would be sitting there Didn't, trying to Was no latch on the outhouse door? That, I mean, there's no... <laughs> just a, just like a free-range one? Just a, my just children a, are your age, right. not in their hundreds. Oh, okay. Got hundreds. it. Got it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> we actually had indoor plumbing when they lived with me. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. We have some giveaways coming up. We have we, we talked about them last week. We're we're, we're we waiting for them to come into the mail. Uh, they're they're going to be uh to be delivered very very soon. 
We've got coming from uh, two different companies. We got so this is great because we're going to have uh, competing giveaways, basically. You know, I'm, you give it away. No, 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 no. We're not going to do it like that. We're not going to call it a competition because the only winners here are the listeners. No, no, no. Listen, there, there's no competition. There's a competition between, I would say, a little sidebar competition between WMD and GunTech USA. What did WMD send? Oh, I got to send something bigger than that. What did GunTech send? Oh, I got to send something bigger than that. They're going to try and now do each other. That's oh, the competition. Oh, you, oh, you really want to yeah. start that fight? I think that's what yeah. they're going to do. I think yeah. they're going to try and outdo each other. I don't think I like that plan because I'm going to end up having to carry the boxes. <laughs> this is not, not, not going to be good for my back. Well, it'll be all right with the GunTech product. They're specializing in that whole line of Airlight series stuff now. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> there's a limit to how Airlighty they are when True. there's when there's a box full of True. them. True. A, a, a ton of feathers <laughs> is still a ton of feathers. That's right. Uh-huh. Still, still exactly. a ton. Exactly. Still a ton. Yeah. It's a very huge box. Oh, yeah. But it's still a ton. Yeah, yeah. Unless you could get a uh, some sort of a compression on it. Maybe put a, maybe put a ton of bricks on top of the ton you're of gonna, feathers. You're going to vacuum seal a ton <laughs> of bricks or a ton of feathers? No, it'd go into the vacuum. No, not when you vacuum seal it. Oh. God, why do I take him anywhere? <laughs> why do I take him anywhere? We could go seal clubbing. That's horrible. You you beat an animal to death with a I stick? No, seal clubbing. You know, you go up late at night up in the seals, but you'd be like, hey, check it out. Boom, ch- boom, ch- er, boom, er, er, er. Seal boom, ch- clubbing. Boom, ch- Seals. Never went clubbing with the seals? Come on. I know him, but I never went clubbing with him because he's got a really nice looking wife. Well, uh-huh. he did. But yeah. Hey, stick around. We got a great program coming up for you. Join us back here in what is it? Three minutes? Four minutes? Four minutes? Four minutes? I don't know. Uh, listen to the commercials. We'll see you back here in three minutes. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Celtech Studios. We'll see you after the break. is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. And welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training at nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You could choose from the Model 110 Glock Lookalike, the Model 107 Smith & Wesson M&P style, and the new Pocket Pistol. Don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. It's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Yeah, you can get a rifle like that, too. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, they yeah. are they're hitting the market rather well. They're hitting the market rather well. I'm going to have to add that into the copy here. You, know? you are. And we got we got those uh, rolling rather good. Dang it. Thing. Now we got to retrain him. He was just getting that commercial going <laughs> good. Uh, I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it this time, Counselor. Earl, I think uh, you were... You were just telling me you took an Uber in the past couple of days. I don't know if you saw this uh, this Uber story here. 
Yeah. The Uber driver files a lawsuit to protect gun rights. Did you see this one? Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I did a no-no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, let me, let, well, Earl, that you know, looks allegedly. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. Chinese food just moves right through you. You, uh-huh, know, you just got to uh-huh. get it out, and you do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, an Uber driver filed suit in federal court earlier this month, arguing his right to bear arms trumps the ride services policy banning users from carrying firearms. Okay, uh, I gotta ask them to define user because is that the driver? Or the passenger, why? Because I think Uber's position is, it's anybody who uses the word Uber. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Then they were using it a lot in the '80s, but nobody was getting in a car. No, and, it was just large. Dude, this is Uber awesome. <laughs> this is this large. Is. I think it started off with as as anyone that was a driver, you know, more or less considered an employee, and then they expanded it to now even passengers. I, I would love for them to say that the Uber driver was an employee because I will make so much money <laughs> off of those guys for wage and hour violations. Well, that's what I'm, that's exactly what I was thinking. Are they employees? Are they employees? They're, 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 they're 1099s, but they probably are under contract, and you can contract away your rights. You could contract away anything you want to. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. You can't contract away your freedom. There's no longer allowed to indenturally servitude yourself. Well, I would consider not being able to exercise my Second Amendment right trying to contract away my freedom. Well, hello, marriage? You guys have never <laughs> heard of contracting away your freedom? And and, I, and I've and i seen some of the paychecks you've issued people, and it is practically indentured <laughs> servitude. Uh, but it, that's about the only limitation on contract is you you cannot you cannot indenture yourself. Okay. But you can you can enter into a contract where you agree that you will not be armed during the course and scope of your employment. Well, sure. But under I mean, this you... circumstance, this sounds more like they're trying to suggest that use of your own vehicle while engaged in this service makes your vehicle insured by Uber, and therefore Uber has some possessory right to your car. That's going to be a very interesting argument for them to make, that they can impose that rule on you while they don't insure your vehicle. Give you a little more from the story here. Uh, the, the gentleman, his name is Jose Mejia, uh, started driving for Uber down in South Florida last year. He has his Florida concealed carry permit. He wants to bring his gun with him in the often high crime areas he transits, but argues the company's no firearm policy prevents it. And I want to point out, just like Kevin said, this is in his car. Right. This is in his car, his automobile, where in Florida... That's the extension of his castle, his castle doctor, the castle doctrine. So, so again, just more interesting points to this argument here, Uh, citing the Florida's 2008 law protecting guns and motor vehicles. Mejia filed suit in the district court up there and or down there in Fort Lauderdale, seeking a class action against Uber to overturn its policy. As noted in the filing in June 2015, Uber changed its policy to prohibit both drivers and riders from carrying guns. Oops. Yeah, here's where Harold. This is you know you know you're gonna end up in Uber jail. You're gonna end up in Uber jail. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. Uh, Ubers, Uber users, Uber users, user Ubers, Uber users who violate the policy <laughs> can lose access to the app-based program, while drivers can be deactivated for violating the Uber code of conduct. On a temporary or permanent basis. Do you think there's a, like you got to raise your hand, put one hand on your heart when you take the Uber code of conduct? I swear to obey the Uber code of conduct. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I'm wondering if it's uh, like the Codex in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. It's more of a guideline, and then, you know, they punish you for violating <laughs> their guideline. But it's a severe penalty, like firing squad for taking your money out of the savings and loan early. 
you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Listen, you've accumulated an incredible amount of interest. Unfortunately, it's a 5,000% uh, hit for you. Yeah. <laughs> you owe us money to take your money out. What? You mean after I get my money? Nope. Nope. First. Inspe- instead of. Instead of, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very unfortunate when you have a huge corporation like this making money on the backs of others, and then on top of that, they allow these individuals to be in a precarious situation. Oh, his lawyer wrote that. That was his lawyer's <laughs> line. <laughs> making money on the backs of the uh-huh. downtrodden. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it, for those, I, I believe we covered the story also, again, last year when, after it happened, there was a gentleman down in, also in the South Florida area, an uh, Uber driver, who shot a would-be robber and uh, he was cleared in florida of the of the crime he was, he was found to be a justifiable shooting and <laughs> and but he still faced review from the ride service Ooh. again is that like uber court yeah you, come in you, you know my, my my whole feeling is big deal i right. i'm alive to suffer any consequences oh i gotta find another job oh big deal yeah yeah I was looking for one when I started driving for Uber. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't my career choice coming out of coming out of high school, according to what my guidance counselor I, told me. I got me, a yeah. Ph.D. in economics, but I'm driving an Uber because I can't find a job. Yeah, you know, with with Uber's new commercials now, you know, get your side hustle on. I guess now I got to go hustle on the other side. The other side, yeah, yeah. Uh, prior to the shooting last year, an Uber driver also in South Florida survived an armed robbery after taking a bullet to his hat brim, and this, that's horribly worded. When you say he took a bullet to, you, his, yeah. to his hat brim, you don't say, all right. Uh, well, you know, he claimed he was getting shot. <laughs> get my clothes. It yeah, counts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This isn't baseball. I get the walk. Uh, the, the ball hit me. I hit my clothes. Uh, taking a bullet to his hat brim and a 74-year-old driver in Clearwater shot his passenger in a foot while he was being choked. The lawsuit seeks to stop Uber from enforcing its policy and to collect damages, costs, and attorneys. Yeah, there are too many pronouns in that sense. <laughs> there was there was a lot, but um, yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting one, Kevin. This has got okay. Are are these employees? Uh, okay, they are. They're they're contract. They're 10.99, and they've signed a contract. Okay. You can't tell a 10.99 employee. You, you all you're entitled to do is ask the for the result. Right. That, that's pretty much. You don't control their schedule. You don't control the tools they use to do their job. You don't issue the tools they do use to do their job, and you don't set their schedule. You can contract away, like you said, a lot of your rights, uh, but can you contract away? Can I contract away my Second Amendment rights in my home, not someplace I rent? That, that, not someplace I rent. Not I'm a tenant. I'm not going. To, I'm not a college student. Nothing like don't, that. Don't it's think about it home. like that. Don't think about it like that. Think about it more fundamentally. Can you contract away your right to vote to have somebody else execute it for you? Am I a Democrat or Republican? <laughs> <laughs> the the L- answer L- to that question is no. L- living or dead? <laughs> no, we're not in Chicago. It's not Chicago. <laughs> not Chicago. And believe me, there's not an Uber driver in all Chicago that's not toting a pistol. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those boys ain't crazy. Right, right. You want me to go where? Not unless yeah, I can yeah, carry. Yeah, I want uh, a rifle. Yeah. I'm not no, they, going to that shoulder mount. They have Uber drivers in uh, in Chicago. They just you hear the you hear them say, uh, "Driver, move out." Driver, turn left. Driver, turn right. <laughs> Driver, move up. Driver, move back. Those are commands you give in a tank. I know what they are. are. I know I know what they are. Uh, yeah, so uh, fundamentally, it's it's an extension of his home. Can you take away the right, your, a basic civil right in the property you own 
I, see, it's, see that that same argument is yeah. now going to the, the way it's going to expand is can an HOA say you can't own a firearm in in our HOA? Right, right. It, that that it, kind of thing. It, it's it, going to get sticky. Yeah. It could have a lot of long term consequence. Right. And if Uber loses it in this federal case, uh, they're going to get hit all over the country in federal cases, and they're basically going to have to. Well, they're going to settle with the kid. I yeah. mean, they're going to settle with the driver because they oh, yeah. can't afford to have this lawsuit no, 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 lost. No, no. No, so it, they'll find a way to settle. Listen, if they don't settle, other people are going to come in oh, and yeah. pay this kid to settle so they don't have to deal with the, ram- the ramifications of the, the, the right. precedent that will set. Yeah, they don't yeah, They don't want to have the answer that question. Right, right. They don't want to answer that question. Ex- exactly right, exactly right. Uh, Earl, so I, I think I'm going to take your advice, and uh, I'm Ubering with my gun. <laughs> Listen, as long as you're going concealed carry, here's a reason yeah. to concealed carry versus open carry. Yeah, right yeah. here. So one of the few. That way you don't freak out your Uber driver. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, all right, uh, we got we got more show coming up. Stick around. We got uh, we got plenty coming up for you after the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you in a few. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C usa.com Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. This is the Gun Tech USA segment of the program. Kevin, you and I were just on the phone with uh, with Boss Man out there at Gun Tech USA. We were. He has got he's got a secret. I know we've been telling you about the AR10 stuff. He's got another secret. He does. And the secret 
is what the giveaway is going to be. We're going to show it to everybody on here. We're going to promote it. Earl, you, you were out of the room. You were over there doing some technical stuff when uh, when this came in. He has. Gun Tech USA has a new 15-inch rail. Well, I'm sure it's going to be in many lengths, but the one we're getting is 15 inches. Okay. Compression lock. It's called... Compression lock. Yeah, it's called the airlock. The air, it's the airlock. So rather than putting the, the barrel nut over the, the rail nut, the okay. rail nut over the barrel nut, and just tightening it and tightening it and making sure you got your shims and everything else and make sure it fits perfect. And having this, to align six screws. Right. This is a compression. It gets on there, and you just ratchet it down. Three screws. Tighten it around it. Once it's tight around it, tap three screws into the bottom of it. Good to go. Nice. Easy, easy cheesy. And it's, nice. again, airway. Not Japanese. No, no, no. <laughs> Not Chinese either. <laughs> American made. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have that on here, and uh, that will be our... Promo. We'll show that off on the on the videos. We'll show that off uh, on the Facebook, and uh, you know, give us a week or two. And I don't know how long it's going to take, or how long it's going to take for it to get here. We will be uh, giving this away to a listener. So you know, you just just Very keep nice. keep listening. This is you can't even go to their website and find it. It's not posted. He hasn't done anything with this yet. You know, once we once we say this is the date and time, we're showing the picture. This is the date and time. Uh, you know, th- we're going to start promoting it. Then it goes on the website. So I think they're still hanging over the anodizing tank. Yeah. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're not cool enough to touch yet. Yep. So still get, dripping a little bit. A little bit. Getting them, getting them, getting them right off the rack. So everything, everything looking good to get those heading this way. To to put it back in old school terminology that Kevin understands, hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. <laughs> Paint ain't dry yet. Right. Paint ain't dry yet. Kevin, I I have to take exception with this story i think this is uh something I, I, I would have thought you would have stopped stopped cold but uh we'll, we'll get into this and get your opinion here listen sometimes you have to pick your battles and if you actually had to fight all the people necessary to prevail uh the carnage would be too great and uh, in this particular case, Wait, but not not too great. You mean like uh, just too much? No, no, no. My arms would get tired too from much. swinging a sword. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, that's great. I get rid of all those losers. That's great. Yeah, yeah. But it'd just but be too much. Be too, it, you couldn't walk to your bedroom because there'd be bodies everywhere. It'd be kind of sticky. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Wait, yeah. let's not talk about no from like downtown. Yeah, oh. I'm not, not, not like you're, not, not like you're only doing killing in the bedroom or giving, okay. I'm sorry, not like you're only doing cleansing. In the, okay, yeah. that's that's not talk about my house. What, what I keep in my closet and the reason it's called the bone room is nobody's business <laughs> on my own. Okay. Uh, why are you not going to run for judge? There's a reason why my, room is called, my closet is called the bone room. Um, the American Bar Association asks states to adopt firearm confiscation laws. I, I, I apologize to all the, the, the pygmies in New Guinea. I don't, I don't, I got nothing. I don't, I don't know why any, any body and, and I mean body, not like a person, but a body, like a group. Governing body. Okay. Yeah. Would ever take the position that the abrogation of your constitutional rights is appropriate. And that's apparently what the ABA did because, quite honestly, they are, and I will tell you this from experience and talking to members uh, of the legal community during the past elections and running up to the past elections, all of who are gun owners. I was trying to get their support behind the candidate that I thought was going to protect the Second Amendment and the constitutional rights. And I repeatedly heard, why are you so worried about that? They're not going to take them from us. And I went, 
Kiss, kiss, say us. <laughs> yeah. Holmes right. boy, what right. are you talking about? <laughs> well, no, we're, you know, we're, you know, guys like us, they're not going to take our guns. Yeah, they're going to take everybody's guns. Yeah. No, 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 they're not going to take our guns. You know, we're, we're lawyers. We're, we're lawyers. We're, you know, we're going to get a different status. Oh, yeah. Elite class. Elite yeah. Class. yeah. Elite it's, class. Yeah. That's going to work out really well for the teachers and professors in Nazi Germany. <laughs> Ask them. Uh-huh. Ask them. Yeah. yeah. Because, because the, not... you had the gypsies and the, and the, uh, the lower middle class Jews, and that's what was in the ghettos, and that's what Hitler got rid of. And, and you know what? The, the influenced, the, excuse me, the influential, the, uh, the, the teachers, the, the professionals. The one they stole all the stuff from. Right. And, he did it in Switzerland. Those guys? Yeah, yeah, correct. They, they, well, that's that's them. That's that's not us. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I'm not saying nothing. Yeah. Uh, and and then, after all, they all, all of the the lower class, the lower lower financial status. I'm not saying lower class. The low, lower financial status. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Jewish people had been taken to the camps. Guess right. who they came for then? Yeah, exactly. Came 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 for the professionals. And you know what the professionals said? No, no, wait, wait. Uh-huh. I'm elite. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I, I get a special dispensation. Yeah, not today, mister. Please step to the back of the truck. Yeah. Well, that's that uh, That's that liberal mindset, Kevin. That's that's what that is. Yeah, you know, well, it's, it doesn't apply to me. It'll get you killed. It doesn't apply to me. It doesn't apply to me at all. So, yeah, this, uh, this, this was this year's annual meetings of the American Bar Association urged governments to enact statutes, rules, laws, Regulations authorizing courts to issue gun violence restraining orders, including ex parte orders. Now, we just saw this happen. Oregon was signed, what, last week? Uh, Washington we do, State. Yeah. I believe we've, we've had it done. I'm gonna have to, I'll clarify for you that for you, Washington. I'm sorry. Please, I'm not trying to spread any rumors. I can't remember if Washington got one of these or not, and it was one of the bills on the table. And California, if I recall, is still battling it. In fact, our good friend Craig Deleuze from uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, he calls this the zombie bill. It just keeps coming back. It keeps, you yeah, know, they, it, they change the slightest little thing, and right, right? Reintroduce it. So I, we'll get so we'll get some clarification on that. But Kevin, ex parte orders. What what's what pray tell uh, in Latinese is ex parte? Means you go in front of the court and you get an order seizing someone's property without telling them you're doing it. Yeah. It's a it's a communication from only one side of the equation with the court, asking the court to initiate an order. Without telling the other party, because that could place the general populace at risk, or it might give them an opportunity to object to it. And ex parte orders are very uh, shady. That well, <laughs> you know, say it sounds like a slippery slope yeah. to me. It, at, it at is. The minimum. It is a very. The courts in which I've appeared are very reluctant to issue ex parte orders, because it it tends. To be reversible. The judges hear one side of it. They listen to what you said. They do the thing you asked for, and then they find out what the truth is, and they're not happy. <laughs> they get a little mad when they find out, oh, yeah, well, we 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 did ask for a, a Baker Act order on this person, and we've had them institutionalized. Oh, it turns Baker out Act the, is an involuntary commitment for mental health treatment. Right, and we seized their firearms and their bank accounts and took away their rights to be able to access their own money. Oh, and yeah, we did it because uh, they just inherited, you know, $30 million from a family member, and uh, we don't want them it, to waste yeah, it. We forgot to mention that, though. In yeah, the, we, didn't, uh, we didn't tell you hearing, that part. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, we wanted control over the money because they're now wealthy or they won the lottery or, you know, what? I'll give you a perfect example. If I win the Powerball, uh, 
you will find me locked in a mental institution in about 40 seconds because <laughs> my family will lock me up in a minute. Right. And, and then when I get out, um, everybody will stare at me and go, why are you wearing paper? And it's because that's all that's left. <laughs> right. That's all that's left. Right. I got to the house, and it's nothing but a bare slab. They even took it with them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they would, uh, you'd be gone. <laughs> be gone. He'd be gone. Only thing yeah, left yeah. is gonna be my dog standing there with a with a stick over his shoulder and a little handkerchief going, Yo, Dad, I don't know. <laughs> I saved what I could, I got some yeah. kibbles and yeah. a bottle of water. That's I'm all I'm good. Gonna, I don't know about you. Was. They're gonna take that's that awesome. dog's fur. They're gonna take it they're gonna take They'll it. Shave him. <laughs> they're gonna shave they, him. They won't skin him. Yeah. Yep. They won't skin him. I've already had a conversation with some folks about what I think about people who skin dogs alive. That that happened uh, not too distant past around here and um I volunteered my services uh, in the prosecution of, of that civil case. The, the dog skinner? Yeah. I volunteered my services in that. I uh, said that if we ever find the person that did it, I will litigate against them for the balance of their natural life. Every time they get a job, I will sue them. Right. Every time they buy something, I will sue them. Right. Every time they, uh, they walk, I will sue them. If they have clothing on, I will sue them for their clothes. I will litigate that until I have nothing left. Listen, Max Law Orlando, folks, you're looking for some dedication. That's about it right there. Yeah. Um, hey, stick around. Listen, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the American Bar Association a little bit more. We get back in the, uh, the last segment here, uh, last segment of the first hour. We're going we're to go into that a little more in depth. There's a couple more points we want to get out to you, so stick around. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Celtics to We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. 
whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done. When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, we're just going to jump right back into the topic. You should have seen us on the break, three minutes of here of trying to hold our tongue. Yeah. No, no, no. Kevin's wound up. <laughs> I am a little. And, uh, mental health orders, as is, is we describe them, uh, are often held ex parte. Uh, the person is taken into custody by law enforcement. We're, we're talking about the American Bar Association has said that they were promoting states. They're telling states and governing bodies you should, to, to you develop should. Uh, statutes that allow you to involuntarily take someone's firearms away from them ex parte without their presence. Correct. And usually that comes as a result of law enforcement having interaction with them, usually the result of a call from a family member, Law enforcement and then takes them to a hospital <laughs> involuntarily. Law enforcement makes an initial assessment if they think they're going to hurt themselves. And that, if, that if, assessment if, is based almost entirely on the statements from the family members about well, the behaviors. It, it, you, you have to you have to see it with your own eyes. You have the, I'll tell you from law enforcement experience. Um, he says he's going to kill himself. All right, you go over there, sir. How you feeling? Uh, what? What? Oh, the, she's no. She wants my kids. It's a divorce thing. What? Guess, well, oh, okay. guess what? Okay. Yeah, guess yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, I think you've been out for a while because the, the policy now is if a family member calls and says you're a threat to yourself, you're taking the ride. A, I'll let the doctor decide. Let's go with it's it's That's going to be an agency policy, not the state law. Correct. Um, but the state law is still, you know, this is, is, is pretty clear. It's that's. That's where the discretion comes in. The biggest tool on the law enforcement belt is the discretion. Now you get there and they're. But see, they're not they're not making the decision. They're letting the doctor make the decision. Yeah, they they have the ability to make the initial assessment. If you get there and you realize this is bogus and this is garbage, you can you can walk, do a report and walk away. There's no reason to take take it take the guy's freedom and, and his firearms away from him. Um, here's what here's where, where I, why we bring this up. Why we bring mental health orders up. This may or may not be a mental health order. This may be a, uh, just, you know, nobody, nobody's clarifying, but this could be, like we've seen in Oregon, this could be somebody coming in and just saying, I think they're unstable. Now, nobody's evaluating them. 
this is not a no, law enforcement we, officer. We can't going do the evaluation. We can't do right. the evaluation until we disarm them. Correct. We need to control over their bank accounts. Right. We need control right. over their firms. Right. You need to you need to safe them. You need to make them safe, so that they can't harm themselves or others, and then we'll allow them the opportunity to go prove they're not unstable. Here's the problem that I have. I'm sure we all have. Everybody, uh, you know, folks, you guys have the same problem with this. Is these orders, like the one we just saw signed into law in Oregon, when it's signed, the ex parte order is signed by the judge. They come and they take the take the person. Obviously, they're gonna you know t- take him for the involuntary commitment. Then they take the property. They take the firearms because they're allowed to seize the firearms or temporarily secure the firearms. They're not seizing them. That's what the statute says. It's clearly confiscation. Do they uh, secure the uh Whoever is under the medical uh, issue, do they secure their uh, automobiles as well? This is the point we're making. This is the point <laughs> we're making. So they'll, they'll come and they'll take the firearms and they secure them. Under many states, uh, you know, Kevin, we're fortunate enough to live in a state where the law says if I'm involuntarily committed, the moment the doctor says, you know, and it's 24, 48 hours, 72 hours, whatever whatever it happens to be, depending on the situation, your medical condition when you arrive, there's a couple weird little factors in it. But if the doctor says, no, there's nothing wrong with him, he was just having a bad day and oh, they, they took it the wrong he had a, way. He had, a, he had an allergic reaction to some medications post-surgical. I, exactly right. Something that's organic that can that is that is resolved. Right, where the doctor says... This is not a mental health issue. They are not a threat to themselves. I'm releasing them, or they're free to go. The law says whatever property was seized or held for safekeeping or secured must be released with them. Right, except for the fact that the chief law enforcement officers who have seized it say no. Yeah, and again, that's why we have friends like at Second Amendment Foundation, Florida Carry, Georgia Carry, Arizona Citizens Defense League, everybody we know, the New Jersey Second Amendment Society, all everybody we know out there, they, they fight those cases. And the reason they're having to fight them is because they won't give the stuff Correct. back. Correct. But, but the point is, there are laws out there that, that have that. supposed to protect it. Supposed to protect it. Now, these new ones that are being created, they have no provision like that. No. There's no provision in there. No. You this take is a confiscation it, you take law. It and you keep it away from yeah. them. This is a confiscation law. Let me tell you the reason why I think the ABA is pushing this. Okay. If I were a clever lawyer and I wanted to create a boutique business for myself, I could start telling potential spouses of people, people that that are currently married to someone who want to get a divorce. Right. This is the call you need to make. Oh, absolutely. And then... Those are marital assets that they've now lost control over that they will never get back. Right. And then we'll petition for them to be returned to you and you can liquidate them. Yeah. And now you've got a strike against them as they have a mental health evaluation. And I just created a boutique business for myself. Right. Even if I'm not representing a spouse, I just start having, you know, I start advertising. Your firearms get seized. Call me and I'll get them back for you. You're creating a legal field of practice that didn't exist before that gives lawyers yet another stream of revenue to litigate on that they didn't have before because you've now created a whole new level of litigation another set of laws that have to be defended against issues we have with this is again first off that people think that the gun is the problem rather than the individual being the problem that's that's obviously the one of the chief factors here uh but but second being the due process, the lack of due process when they're putting these in place. We know in many places, like we just said, the Mental Health Act 
it says in here, return the property. Even in domestic violence injunctions, Kevin, when, you know, these are ex parte. Domestic violence junctions are ex parte. The, wound, the, the wounded, the abused, the, the, the spouse shows up, says, I'm in fear. The judge believes. Now, they don't believe all the time. They have, there has to be some sort of evidence presented to the judge. Like you said, they don't want to give out ex partes and be wrong. Right. Um, but they don't want to have enough with the with But, but you've got to be too, in court within 15 days. That's the ticket. That, that's and the due gotta, process. And you've got to be due process and, part and of it. Everybody gets a chance yeah. to be heard. Right. That's your due process. Now, if they when they serve this uh, domestic violence injunction on you, they, it says in there to, to secure any firearms, you have to go to the judge within the 15 days, exactly like Kevin said, and then you stand in front of the man and you tell him, well, you know what? Uh, I really would like the dishes clean and I got too mad, so I, so I hit, her, hit, her, hit, her, hit him with the frying pan or hit her with the frying pan. Well, good. You got a problem and an anger problem. We're not giving you the guns back. You're gonna go get some treatment, go get some counseling, maybe even do some jail time. But if the judge says, uh, you know what, this is a load of horse patooey. You two need to figure this out. Uh, there's no injunction, no permanent injunction being, uh, you know, written here, and all the property must be returned. That's the due process part of it. That's not what these attorneys. That's not what the ABA is putting forward here. No, they like want it. Said, they they want, want it seized and confiscated, right. and then you'll have to hire a lawyer. To file a lawsuit to get your property back, and you've created a new stream of revenue for attorneys. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm, you know, swell. I could use the work, but, right. but not that kind of work. You know, I got enough to do without making up new stuff. Right. 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 It's like it's like the guy who defended the first computer hacker. Right. No cause of action. Right. Because it wasn't illegal. Right. As soon as they made it illegal, yeah. Everybody wanted to represent computer hackers. Right. Because now it's against the law. Right. And I get paid to defend him. You know, so it's like, wait, Kevin, you, you and I have both a pretty long history of government's, uh, government work. Yeah, a little bit. When, when they say things like, uh, oh, it's it's not about the money. It's about the money. Yeah, no. It, when, <laughs> when, <laughs> the first time they say, well, it's not about the money, that means it's only it's it, yeah. about it's, the money. It's only about That's the right. money. It's, it's uh, ask anybody who voted for the Florida lottery when it was put in place and what they think about the, what the Florida school budget was the next year. Yeah. It's always about the money. It's always about the money. It's anywhere you go, uh, you know, and, and we could you could trace it down, bring it back to, to anything, everything. It's always about the money. But it used to drive me nuts. It's not about the money. It's well, sometimes money, yeah. it's not about the money. Sometimes it's just for the children. Oh, it's for the children. Just yeah. for the children. It's for the children. Yeah, two things that you need to immediately grab your wallet is if they say it's for the children or it's not about the money. Now, Kevin, you know the American Bar Association here is clearly recommending the seizure and confiscation of firearms because it's for the children. About the money. <laughs> well, then, it's for the children's money. Yeah, then it's the children. money for the children. It's absolutely the right thing. To, <laughs> if they had pushed that to say that the money that you collect from selling the firearms that you confiscate will be used for the treatment of childhood illnesses, then I would really know that we're in deep, deep trouble. Well, yeah, yeah, and that would be fine until that law would pass into effect, and then next year the law would change to the the product uh, benefit, or excuse me, the, the financial benefit goes to. Uh, hot tubs in the ABA lounge, you know, because they they would there have a change. You know, exactly, exactly right. I hey, wouldn't folks, get um, in a hot tub with any of those people. <laughs> that's the first hour. Stick around. We got plenty more coming up for you. But until we see you next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you next hour.
pronounce the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am your host, lead guitarist, driver of the Winnebago, deputy chief cook and bottle washer, and uh, who knows what else these guys are going to throw on me while I'm here. Hey, let me go around the room, though, real quick, because, you know, you, you, you can't tell can't tell the players without a scorecard. It is still baseball season, even though it's, uh, it's over for most of our teams. But, you know, on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. I say his his name is Earl. I say his name is Earl. Isn't like, uh, Kevin? Kevin, do you know where Earl went? I don't seem to see uh, see Earl at the moment. Uh, Earl. Where, Kevin, where'd you go? Kevin. Turn the lights on. Here we go. Oh, well, this works even better. But please welcome to the program uh, Major Bill. Major, Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio, and uh, and he is joining us on the program for the uh, the, the second second half of the the show here. Uh, Major Bill, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing absolutely wonderful, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, our, our our friends uh, Kevin and Earl just uh, stepped out of the room for a moment. We're doing a little microphone change and. Uh, It'll be right back, folks, so, so stick around. We're, we'll be good. Uh, Bill, until they get back, though, uh, 
couple things we got to cover first. Got to cover. Let me see. Let me. I know you listen to the program, don't you? Uh, once in a while. Okay. All right. Let's see if we can. Let's see if we can get this. Let's get this in. Uh, folks, don't forget to check us out on the old uh, the old interwebs. You can listen to the radio live on three to five p.m. Saturdays. That's three to five p.m. Saturdays. That's kind of like we're here now. But right. We're here now. But the problem is we get we get, we're on different times elsewhere. So so the live feed three to five p.m. Saturdays. If you go to armsroomradio.com, you can see where to get a hold of us. Excuse me, no. You can see where to listen to us. Right. Where to listen to us. Different times, different places, different cities, different time zones. The only thing you can't do is listen to us before we're on because we're technically not on yet. No, but you can listen to us in the future. Yes, in the future you can listen to us. Absolutely. You just can't listen to us. If you know, you can listen to us in the past, but that's our past shows. Right. You can't hear this show in the past. Not yet. Only from now forward. Unless we hit ludicrous speed. Yeah, if we hit ludicrous speed, then we go stupendous and it's all over. So everything's off. Game's off. Uh, Bill... How can the good folks get a hold of us? Hey, the good folks can get a hold of us there at armsroomradio.com. That's armsroomradio.com. <laughs> that's, that's exactly you gotta, right. You have to have the finger motion like you do on the videos. Oh, geez. Yeah, folks, listen, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not watching these crazy videos yet, uh, you're, you're missing out. I've, I've got, uh, we've got our marketing staff who they come after us all the time and do the, uh, hey, you, 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 the radio's nice, but uh, you know we've had TV for about 100 years now. You should try that one, too. Well, you know, what I want to know promotions. Is why am I starting to get uh, threatening emails about the videos? Well, is it threatening make them stop or threatening? Uh, no, it's, it's, hey, you know, we need to get the likes up. What are you, oh, do, yeah, what are you doing yeah. to get the likes up? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. They uh, they, they get a little brutal. <laughs> they, they get a little brutal. I mean, I have to start, I have to start wearing long sleeve shirts and I'm so you don't see the bruises anymore that I'm getting from the, <laughs> from the marketing staff. So we'll... We'll make it happen. Yeah, those are we do those on Facebook. The goal again is uh, twice when, twice a week. Wednesdays and pre-show Wednesday, on Saturday. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Unless of course uh, you, you know, on Wednesday at your other job, your boss comes in and says, "Oh, by the way, here's a whole bunch of more work," and then you don't have a chance to do the video for this past Wednesday. Sorry, folks. Uh, I'll make it up to you next week. Wait, aren't right aren't, by doing it on the right schedule? But aren't <laughs> you the boss? I. Uh, no, Earl's the boss. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we've established Earl's well, the boss. Oh, yeah, well, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, so, but... Uh, yeah, Why is he waving up. with... He's, there's some gestures going on over there. I'm not sure I think the means. bathroom door's locked. I think that's what that means. <laughs> okay. I, think, I, think that's, right. I think that's what that means. Uh, Bill, have you... Uh, did you see this this story? Uh, I, I, folks, I don't know if you saw this one. This one, we didn't preview this one on the video. This one uh, just kind of popped up. Uh, this is the story in in Oregon. So I know we've got uh, we've got listeners up there in the Pacific Northwest and the... Seattle, Tacoma, Olympia, uh, uh, you know, all all over. The Cold, place. rainy. The, well, yeah, but you know, sometimes that's nice. Yeah, not every day, like well, Kevin says, you got to walk your fish to work. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when you when you live up there. But uh, there's a story out of, out of Oregon. A man who works at a KFC restaurant in Albany claimed he was a Benton County Sheriff's deputy and threatened to arrest. You want to get hear this one? Arrest his manager in attempt to get the weekend off. Okay, all right, so. Here's this guy. He's 30 years old, right? He's working there, and he says, yeah, listen, this is my second job. I need the weekend off. Uh, what? How long does this guy work there? And then all of a sudden he says, I'm a cop. Oh, by the way, <laughs> now, what I want to know is on his lunch break, does he get an employee discount? Oh, yeah, or, yeah. Is it like, is it like three up? and a half? Does you it, know? <laughs> do they owe him money now? Right, yeah. Mm, true, true. Yeah, so he decides, you know, the thing, the thing to do here is to just tell my boss I'm the police and that if he doesn't let me off, I'm going to arrest him. And then, you know, to emphasize the point, you come back, you go to your car, you come back with a pair of handcuffs. Yeah, yeah, look, look. <laughs> you threaten to arrest him 
on some vague government <laughs> code. So, uh, police report says the KFC manager didn't believe the employee was a deputy, so he asked to provide a photo of his schedule, his work schedule, and the name of his supervisor. The employee told the manager he'd have to retrieve his computer from his car to provide proof. And that's when the handcuffs came out. (laughs) Phil, have you ever known any officer ever that said, you know what, I would like to make a few extra dollars, whether it's to buy something nice for uh, the family member, you know, or or just to donate back to, you know, some charity or something else. I think what I'm going to do is go find someplace that pays minimum wage and, uh, and, and, and schedule my time there instead of at my regular job as a police officer that I make a, you know, a living wage at. And where you can work off duty. Oh, absolutely. It's over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, over uh, yeah. retirement. Well, happens a lot. Happens all abs- the time. Abs- yeah, well, it depends on how much yeah. you like the gravy. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This is, folks, this is the equivalent to the uh, the doctor who says, um, I'm going to pick up a shift uh, sweeping. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm going to do. You I'm know what? Those floors just aren't between <laughs> to my standard. Yeah, right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and do Nothing that. Nothing against, listen, if you're sweeping floors, that's, that's honorable hard labor, but, uh, you know, the doctor doesn't step back to do that for the most part. You know, that's, that's no, he usually doesn't. Running. Usually uh, doesn't. As Bill said, the employee returned to the vehicle with handcuffs, said he was going to arrest the manager for violating a government code. Now, Unless you give me the weekend that's off. That's right, right. He didn't, he didn't say what code. I'm going to arrest you for violating code. Uh, a government code. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. a KFC code. Yeah. The supervisor looked at him and said, uh. You should probably quit then. Yeah, <laughs> you should. I don't see your future here at KFC yeah. Yeah. going along very well. Yeah. You know, are we? They could put him in charge of, uh, I don't know, perhaps a cooler security, you know, something oh. like that. Oh. You know, no, that'd oh, be more no, of a no. corrections well, job. Well, yeah. it, de- it depends. I mean, he can be out front, you know, if they have all the, you know, ketchups and sauce packets and everything out there. You only get one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You, you yeah. only have a two-piece. Yeah. Ketchup police. That's He's right. a ketchup, ketchup police. <laughs> There, sorry, you only have one, one, one packet, one packet for chicken strip, one packet for chicken strip. Uh, so, yeah, they, they they called the police manager, called the police, called the bluff, called the horrible bluff, and uh, and the police caught up to him. And you know what he, he you know what he said to the police? He didn't say it was the police. He just said I wanted a weekend off. Yeah. And they took him to the jail. So uh, that's that's how that worked out. So he, but, was, he was done. He well, was in gone. the end, he did get the weekend off. Yeah, he sure did. He sure he, he spent it in a, in a nice free. Uh, Facility. You have yes. to pay anything. Yes. Hey, listen, Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studio. Stick around. We get back. We should have uh, Mr. Eric Friday from Florida Carry with us. The Caltech Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, 
CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast-to-coast coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, uh, we're going to jump right into our caller here. We've got a bunch of stuff to cover, and we want to make sure we get it all in. Uh, please welcome back to the program Mr. Eric Friday. Eric is the general counsel for Florida Carry. Florida Carry is the premier grassroots gun rights organization in florida eric welcome back to the program sir hey guys thanks for having me on um i got some big stuff this week i wanted to let your listeners know about yeah absolutely uh, absolutely first of all uh 
if any of you follow Lee Williams, the gun writer out of Tampa, uh, Lee has published a couple of stories this week. We learned uh, a couple of years ago that there were some problems going on with the Division of Licensing Concealed Carry Licensing Program, and they were denying people their right to carry a firearm because they were arrested 40 years ago and couldn't find proof that they were never convicted. Yeah, we you know we've this. we've talked about this a couple of times on the program. Yeah, we have. This is a uh, you know it, the the burden is supposed to be with the state, not with the individual. I'm, I'm sure that's what you're going to get into. But yeah, they, there's a whole bunch of reasons that the state of Florida has denied concealed weapons permits, all of them garbage, and that that's what you're referring to, Eric. Go, go ahead. Well, that's the start of it. So we made a deal with with the Department of Agriculture that they were going to do two things. Number one, they were going to start going and getting the documentation themselves from other states, not asking. Uh, citizens to prove they were entitled, but actually going out and doing their job and asking these other states for information, but also that some of these states weren't, like California would wait months to respond to Florida because they knew what it was for, and they didn't like people having guns in California, so exactly they wanted right. to stop yeah. it here too. So then what we found out, that, or after we made a deal that we weren't going to continue to delay people from getting our licenses indefinitely, we thought everything was good, and then last, uh, earlier this year, I was told that deal was off, no deal anymore because we don't think we can legally keep the deal because of what the statute says. Right. So uh, earlier this month, I wrote a letter to Commissioner Putnam personally uh, notifying him that the problems we'd had and the Norman decision where the Florida Supreme Court said the issuance of a concealed carry license is a matter of a right in Florida and therefore it's adequate protection of the right. And that based on that decision, I didn't think they could continue indefinitely keep people or indefinitely suspend processing of licenses based on an arrest without any proof of conviction. And I got no response right. for, week, for a couple of weeks. Um, we notified Lee Williams. He did an article, and amazingly, I got a response that day. Right. And the response I got was, we really don't care what you think. We really don't care whether it's supposed to be a right. We don't agree with your interpretation of the Norman decision. So – we're going to keep doing business the way we've been doing, and if it takes somebody more than a year to get a concealed carry license because they were arrested 40 years ago, that's their problem. Yeah. Now, the, now let me let me clarify some things for for, the, for those of us joining us around the country in Florida. The division of licensing, where your you know whether you're a, it's a security guard permit, uh, you you know you're, if you're medical personnel, something along those lines. Private investigator, cover, repossession yeah, agent. They all come, any of the licensing comes from Department of Licensing, which falls under Department of Agriculture. When concealed weapons permits came out, rather than putting under Motor Vehicle Department, they put it under Agriculture, which handles the bulk of licensing in Florida, and that's how it's there. So that's why it's under Department of Law Enforcement, which is the first thing we hear all the time when you say, well. Department of Law Enforcement says this. The Department of Agriculture responds back with, well, that's not us. We don't talk to them. Here we are, you know, 16 years post 9-11 with every organization supposed to be talking to each other and communicating. It still doesn't even happen on this basic background check level. Um, so that's nope. why it's that's why it's there in Florida for those that are trying to, trying to, trying to play catch up. And so what we have now is we have a person who's running for governor, Commissioner Putnam. Correct. He's running for governor. He's running ad after ad after ad telling people, and telling the citizens of Florida what a strong supporter of gun rights, what a strong supporter of the Second Amendment he is. And he can't, number one, he can't keep his own house in order. Right. And number two, he can't even be bothered to respond to gun rights organizations that try to notify him of a problem until he gets called out in the press. And then his response is tough. Yeah. 
We're not changing anything. They did offer in their letter that they're going to uh, try and come up with some solutions that they may consider bringing to the legislature during the upcoming session. But in the meantime, if you've ever been arrested for anything, and and this is important, even things that would not disqualify you from getting a license, if they get an arrest on that, they're still – Denying the license. So a person who got a misdemeanor arrest for criminal mischief, which means, you know, when you were 16, you spun tires in the neighbor's yard. Right. Forty years later, that's a disqualifying offense because until they know the amount, we don't know if it was a felony or misdemeanor or not. So one gentleman actually came and appealed his uh, suspension and said it was a misdemeanor. Without any contrary evidence, the hearing officer, who's supposed to be an independent judge but actually works for the department right. or for the uh, said, well, you say it's a misdemeanor, but we don't know that. Well, that's the point. It's yeah. your burden, State. It's yeah. your burden to pigeon the licensing. If you don't know it, you have to accept the testimony, the uncontroverted testimony, and you have to issue the license, and they're not doing it. Yeah, and that's that's one of the differences here. I know there's other places where you're, you know, like in the security industry, if you're trying to get your security guard licensing or something like that, there's no there's no right in the U.S. or the Florida Constitution to get a security guard license. The burden is with the applicant. However, this is giving you a, an identification card so you can exercise a right. You can't put the burden on somebody trying to exercise the right. Now, exactly. What I have a problem with here is that they can see 40 years ago this person was arrested through court documents, but you can't see what the the final outcome of the case was from the same court documents? Yeah, you know, in, in fact, in, in, I know, uh, Bill, you've seen that a lot of them, and I'm sure Eric has as well. A lot of those old cases, that's all it is. You know, the arrest record went in, and nobody ever put a disposition in because it was, we, computers were new. They were on the old, you know, Commodore 64 and this, entering this stuff in back then. Um, so and it didn't get exactly there. That's right. It's, sometimes there's... We, I mean, I've, I've gone all over the country dealing with this uh, virtually all over the country uh, you know, by phone and email uh, trying to resolve these for some people. And I can tell you, we've had, I've come across situations where courthouses burned down, courthouses yeah. flooded, right. records were lost. Or you know what? We don't keep records on people. We, we when we had paper records, we can't afford to keep 30-year-old records of misdemeanors where somebody paid a fine and that was it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Now and that's, that's usually the, the way it was handled. I mean, misdemeanors back then, you go for first appearance and the judge gives you an opportunity uh, to, to dispose of it right then and there, which they they had that leniency back then, especially right. in, and you're dealing with uh, the municipal court system, which we don't have in Florida anymore. But you have a lot of arrests that went through that. Right. So where, yeah. do you, where are you going to find those records? If you arrested... Uh, by a municipality, by a city, and you went before a municipal judge, uh, well, those records don't exist anymore because municipal courts don't exist anymore. So what happened yeah. to them? How do, you, how do you prove it? Or is it baseball tie goes, tie goes to the road? Yeah, right, right. Well, we're go- Florida Carey is going to keep pushing this issue, and we're going to keep trying to talk to Commissioner Putnam's office and see if they can you know, come to their senses and do the right thing, especially if he wants the vote of gun owners uh, when he comes up for his primary to be governor next year. Um, he's going to have to earn gun owners' votes because I am not going to sit by quietly, let him play gun owners for fools while he wants their vote for the governor's mansion. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, i got to say, listen, with, with him not responding and him, uh, you know, he had this, his uh, his guy down there at the Department of Agri, excuse me, at the Division of Licensing send this out. Now, I, 
I, I don't know. You know, listen, you know, maybe he's got the opportunity. Maybe he'll he'll give us uh, some clar- clarity uh, next week. But uh, for right now, yeah, this guy's uh, this guy's behind the eight ball. You know, trying to yep. trying to trying to peek around and, and figure out what's right and what's wrong. You know, and, and like you said, oh. your your organization has got a lot of reach. You know, especially when it comes to gun owners here uh, here in the state of Florida. Well, and that brings me to the the second thing I wanted to cover today, and that is. Um, the Republican Party platform. So uh, in 2016, when the Republican Party did its, did its platform at its convention, the Republican Party platform currently says that the party salutes the states that have gone to constitutional carry and believes constitutional carry should be legal in all states. That is the platform of the National Republican Party. Right. So why can't we get an open carry bill heard <laughs> yeah. in Florida right. in the last four sessions without Republicans blocking it. Because and the, I, the same reason we always talk about, they're not Republicans, they're politicians, and they want to keep their jobs. Well, I, so I thought a good way to, to start getting to the bottom of this was I would reach out to the Republican Party of Florida, and its chairman uh, is Representative Blaze Ngoglia. And so I emailed this week to Representative Ngoglia as the Republican Party chair of the Republican Party of Florida, to ask him why are Florida why are people who are being allowed to run as Republicans in Florida not following the party's platform and what can we do to change that? And I'm waiting on a response still. It's been a few days, but you know, hey, everybody's you know getting back into the school year, so yep. I, I can understand it may take them a week or two to get. So we'll Eric, we'll get back to you with it. We, we want to get that update from you. So uh, check everybody out. Please go to floridacarry.org, floridacarry.org, and check them out. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Hey, everybody. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. 
The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Staff Sergeant Nicholas R. Carnes died August 26, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Carnes, 25, of Dayton, Kentucky, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 138th Field Artillery Regiment, Kentucky Army National Guard, Carrollton, Kentucky. He died in Orgun E, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when injuries from insurgents attacked during his unit during using small arms fire. He had been a member of the Guard since 1999. He was the second Kentucky Guardsman killed in Afghanistan. He was survived by his wife, Teresa, and his parents, Ray and Cove of Williamston, Kentucky. Army Staff Sergeant Nicholas R. Carnes, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for, uh, again, promoting the segment or sponsoring the segment. I know, I know it means a lot. I hear from people all the time uh, about this segment. Folks, if you have someone you want to hear on the segment, someone you know, uh, someone uh, you've heard of, read in a book, I say this to you all the time, just reach out to us. It's armsroomradio.com. Find one of the ways to contact to us. Send us the information. We'll get in touch with you, and uh, it'd be an honor to do the Fallen Hero segment on your, uh, your request. Hey, uh, uh, on the microphone next to me, rather than on the line, on the microphone next to me is uh, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Uh, please welcome him back to his segment. Uh, it is uh, Major Bill. It's great to be here again. Wow, <laughs> still again, right still now, again, right now, right still. Now. In the still. future. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, thank you for, for, for uh, sitting in with us this week. I know it uh, worked out for you rather, rather well. And um, you, you have something you want to uh, discuss with us here on the program. Yeah, it's, and again, we're, we're going to head back out. If everybody wants to jump on Google Earth, we're going to head back out to uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, out to uh, Multnomah County. Is that the way it's pronounced? I, sure, Multnomah? sounds good to me. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, the sheriff out there, Sheriff Mike Reese, uh, recently ordered that uh, everybody knows what's what's the representation of law enforcement, the thin blue line. The thin blue line, right. yeah. And we've seen out there the... Uh, Thin blue line flags, which right. is, is looks similar to an American flag, but uh, across it's black and white. It's not red, white, and blue. Right. Uh, it's it's uh, or black and gray really. Uh, and across the middle of the flag is a thin blue line, and yeah. that represents yeah. law enforcement. Well, they had one of these flags that the local FOP lodge had gotten from Police Week out in Washington D.C. Okay. Uh, that we have there every year uh, to salute uh, and remember all the fallen officers. Uh, deputy sheriffs, state troopers, everybody in law enforcement uh, who had made the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, and that flag was brought back and it was uh, hung up in a uh, employee break room uh, in the courthouse. Now, this this break room was for correctional officers for the sheriff's office. Okay. And uh, evidently, um, somebody got snowflaked <laughs> or butthurt or right. whatever you, you, you want to call it and uh, said that that flag was offensive. One person. And 
the sheriff then ordered that that flag be removed. Frankly, I'm offended that the one person was offended, and I'm offended that the sheriff was offended that that person was offended. Well, I'm offended that I have to read That you have to read this offensive read this, report. And yeah. This, this yeah. is quite offensive to me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it went back and forth, you know, that, you know, the sheriff's office was putting their spin on it. Well, you know, we believe that, you know, we salute all officers who have given the ultimate sacrifice, but we have to be cognizant of the feelings of the community that we represent. And, but then, what? and this, yeah. wait, what? Yes. Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'll let you go there. Your all story, right. your, your story. Right. You, you it, got the we have to be cognizant of, of the communities that we represent. But right. here was their, their first reasoning. Well, that violates, we talked about government codes earlier, that violated... <laughs> that was the KFC uh, government code yeah, that we talked about, though, you know? <laughs> it, it violated the, the code that right. you can't misrepresent the American flag. Right, right. And because that was an American flag, uh, and it was uh, altered, Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that's why we're taking it down. Somebody, some sounds like somebody's about to get their face altered, is what it well, sounds like. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, then then they came out with, uh, although we, you know, we, we do... You know, support the you know, the fallen officers, and and uh, we are law enforcement. We do have to be, uh, you know, cognizant of the communities that we represent. And this one anonymous person who was offended by it, uh, we can't have this. So it was it was time to take it down. Uh, this is uh, well, let me think about it. What's the right word uh, that I can use here without getting a fine? It's where it's whatever you know. One time you wish a well, I wish this. Was satellite radio? Yes. So you could say certain. I'll, I'll say it's uh it's poo. Is poo? I think yes. poo's okay. We can say poo. poo right? We can say poo. Yeah, this guy's this guy's Fecal full. Matter. Of, this guy's full of the poo. Is what he is. <laughs> yes. he's, he's got a. He's like like had a, And again, it's like it's, a poo sandwich and just just dove right in. This is, is this guy's is this just a, full of the poo. Is he a law enforcement officer or is he a politician trying to hold on to his job? Yeah, you know, hold on to his job. Here's here's the question that uh, that comes up to me. You know, uh, are there no black police officers there? I would have to say that there are. Are there any Hispanic police officers? Any Asian police officers? Especially uh, out there? I, yeah, uh, I, I would say uh, so. I, I mean, I've seen the picture of this chief. I'm guessing he looks like a, a white male. It's the only reason I didn't mention, mention him. Uh, yeah, there's probably women there. there yeah, there's the picture. Yeah. There's probably women on the department, I'm guessing, because yes. it's a, the department is probably equally representative of the community. Well... I, I would have to say yes. It's not, it, it's, it's not, ex, it's not an exclusive club. Right, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not exactly all right. white males. Yeah. yeah. This is uh this is not uh, Bushwood Country Club, you know. This is <laughs> this is uh, this is a, a law enforcement agency that's uh, that you know for the most part. Listen, we would we would have known the name of this department if they were an all white male only. Does it exist? I'm sure there's some small departments that only have white males just based on statistics and numbers. But a couple hundred men and they're all white men and there's no women and there's no Hispanics and there's no blacks. We'd we'd have known there was something wrong there. The point I'm making is their department is representative of the community. It's diverse. How can they say that the flag doesn't represent them as individuals as well as law enforcement officers? Well, that's the spin that he's he's wanting to put on it. Yeah, spin. That's what it is. It's spin. Uh, if you recall what happened out in uh, what was it Oklahoma earlier this year, or last year, yeah, where the fire chief out there having to pull the thin blue line decals off the fire trucks. Yeah, yep. And the fireman, you know, sat down and said, uh, "Hey, chief, you want it off? You come get them. Yeah, come get them. You take them off and, every fire truck. Yeah, yeah. You do it. You do it. You do it." And but then, then again, wasn't he the one that was in trouble for carrying a firearm and and not being qualified to oh, do so? Yeah, absolutely right. Oh absolutely wait, the rules right. don't apply to me. Uh, you know, my my daughter just uh, did a book report on uh, on 1984 and Ooh. George Orwell yes. and uh, how some pigs are more equal than others. Yes, they are. And uh, without making a 
swine police reference because that's not what I'm trying to do there, making the George Orwell reference. Some animals are more equal than others. Obviously, this chief at the fire department and this chief at the police department think that uh, you know their standards are different for them. They should be different. They should be held to a higher standard. Absolutely. Not to this, uh, it only applies to me so, I mean, and, and it's not like this was displayed out in public where people can freely be offended. Right, right. This was in a, an employee-only break room yeah. in the courthouse. Yeah. So who's offended by this? Who went in there illegally? Oh, yeah. Were they trespassing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what are we going to do about that? Well, Why don't we gonna... address that? Why don't we address the breach in security at the courthouse that uh, your corrections officers should be dealing with, that well, that the uh, the court deputies or whatever they call them, court deputies, court officers, bailiffs, whatever yeah, it happens to be out there. It, it's, it's just one of those where, you know, look, I'm offended. Uh, I'm offended that you're offended, uh, and that's offensive. Yeah, this, this really should have come down to a... Uh, a a knife hand. And Absolutely. For those of you that don't know hand. knife hands, and perhaps we'll have to do this on the video, the knife hand is when you take your hand and hold it sideways. You're not allowed to point. This is this, this got uh, famous in the military a couple of 20 years back yeah, or so, yeah. something like that. You're not allowed to, they told them you're not allowed to point at them because no. pointing at them is demeaning, and you can't it's, point it with a finger. This is talk, talking to the supervisor. So the, instead of pointing with one finger, they pointed with the whole hand, and that's called knife handing somebody. Yes. And that's what the sheriff should have done. He should have went to the person that complained and put the knife hand in him and said, you know, you're free to leave the agency any time and not be offended by this flag anymore. Well, how did he know who it was if, if, if it's anonymous? So we're just going to react on an anonymous... Yeah. Yeah, well, I would have... Listen, I, then I would have said a, a memo out that said, uh, you know, done, get out. Okay. Well, so, we, we can do that. Yeah, that's what that's what they should have happened here. This 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 is just ridiculous. This is well, this is Oregon. This is Pacific Northwest. I know our listeners up there. I hear from them all the time. Are beating their heads against the wall, and uh, a lot of them. I, I you know what we get the questions from the our PNW fans. Uh, wh- where 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 should we go? Uh, Texas, Florida, Georgia. What's the place we should move to? Because they're killing us up here. Absolutely. So, uh, hey, listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Stick around. We'll be back right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. 
Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT Training Pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Last segment. It happens every time, right? You know, about, it happens the same time about every time. You know, on, it's on the, amazing how on that the program works. Like also, that. but you know, you get to the end of the program and you're like, man, I, I got, I got like eight more topics here in front of me, but we just kept going and going and going. Uh, hey, listen, we still got a bunch of show to go. We got, uh, we got a bunch of things to cover. Uh, before we jump into our, our next guest, though, let me, uh, let me cover something with you. Very important to all of us: the Gun Rights Policy Conference. The Gun Rights Policy Conference this year is in September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. That's September 29th, 30th, and October 1st in Dallas, Texas. This is the Second Amendment Foundation's event of the year at the GRPC 2017. Come meet national gun rights leaders, your fellow grassroots activists at the 32nd Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference. Go check them out, saf.org slash grpc. That's saf.org slash grpc. Hey, uh, joining us now on the line, please uh, welcome back friend of the program, uh, Mr. Jeff Brown. Jeff Brown was, Jeff, you were, it was formerly Mission Blue Inc. And we have, we have reflagged to Hometown Heroes Alliance. Is that correct? That's it. And and, and it sounds like uh, you're out there doing your hometown hero job at the moment. So I I know, I know we're hit or miss at the moment, but uh, uh, tell us what we've got going on. I know it's been a very rough week uh, in in your jurisdiction. This, the incident with the, with the Kissimmee police officers literally happened across a a line a mile away from where you work. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it has been a tough week and it's been a tough year for us all the way around. You know, we we all know what happened with the, uh, the other shootings in OPD and, and losing one of our motors guys, and now these two guys being being taken out like the way they were, it just uh, it makes it hard. It really does, you know. And the big thing is, 
people just don't understand that every day we got to get up and come to work. Because you walk out of your house and get in your car and you look back at your house and go, man, I just hope I make it back. That's all I want to do is make it back. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. It's, you never know. Uh, is that kiss goodbye going to be the last goodbye? Is that the last time you're going to see your 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 husband, your wife, your your brother, your sister, your daughter, your your son? Uh, it's it's something I've lived with for the last 29 years. Yeah, yep. So it's a tough thing, but you know we do it. We don't do it for the money. We don't do it for the thing. We do it because it, it has to be done. Somebody has got to keep the wolves off of your doors, and uh, that's why we do it. You know, we'll go back and we'll continue to do it. It may be hard. It may be tough, but uh, you just got to do it. Somebody has to be there to do it. So, yeah, it's been a tough week, and I appreciate your thoughts. We know we've got a, a legit, vast majority of the population is absolutely behind us 100%. So, that's all good stuff. Yeah, it's just a couple out there that, uh, you know, they seem to make the news. You get these morons, these idiots that uh, that want to play stupid games, and, uh, you know, you deal with them as you have to. Yep. Uh, play yep, stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. That's right. You yeah, yeah, know, yeah. my saying is uh, stupid hurts. Expensive and it hurts a lot. So <laughs> yeah. Keep playing and we'll play right along with you. Exactly right. So, but yeah, things are moving along good. Hometown Heroes Alliance is gaining some ground. We were really glad to, to be able to change it over to do what we're doing with it all and, and uh, bring on some of the folks we have. And uh, kudos to you guys. It's absolutely amazing all the help you guys have given us from the beginning. So we're really appreciative of that. And speaking of that, coming up on the ninth of uh september which is what two weeks from today right we have a we have an event at, at ripley's believe it or not on i drive um great bunch of people over there have really stepped up and and uh we've not been nominated they have what they call a superhero summer right and every week they they bring in another you know they call them superheroes another first responder who's been injured in the line of duty and they bring their families in they give them lifetime passes they have some really nice gifts for them treat them like gold and then you know, on the ninth we have uh, we'll have a big event out there where some of the Marvel characters will be there, and they'll be highlighting all these same people who will be back, and they're going to select the, the what they feel is the most deserving person and present them with a check for twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's so, that's that's amazing, especially uh, you know when like we've talked about before many times you you end up retired on a you know if you're lucky you get a sixty six percent check you know from from workman's yeah. comp you know and and that's it. And, and folks, listen, if you're listening. Two minutes away from International Drive in Orlando, or you're listening from 3,000 miles away in, in, in Seattle, you know, or, or you know, up in uh, Delaware or in New York, wherever you happen to be listening. This is Orlando. This is this. Is, people are coming in and out, going going down there to vacation. Uh, you know, make you know, plan, put this on the schedule. Come on down yeah. on September 9th, and, and you could you can yeah. you could check them out, Jeff. I think the the, the Facebook page there is that's. Facebook.com slash, uh, is, is it Hometown Heroes now? No, it's Mission yeah, Blue now. Hometown, um, Hometown Heroes Alliance. There you go, Hometown Heroes Alliance. Okay. Wasn't yeah, sure if the Facebook can, uh, one changed and changed over area. Yeah, it did. we got the website up and running. We're doing a little more work on it. We've got the board of directors still be listed on it. So, right. so, but the events are there on Facebook and the website. Um, and it's if you can't make it down, you know, we've always held with this. And 100% of all of our donations go to our guys. We have some other really cool stuff coming up. We have a meeting next Wednesday with uh, some folks on iDrive that is going to really push some things over the top for us. Um, and we need those donations. Christmas is coming. We take care of these guys and their families. We make sure they have, you know, the food they do, they, they need for Christmas and Thanksgiving, the presents for their kids, because a lot of them are financially strapped. Right. And uh, they just make it from car payment to car payment. And, you know, so it, it all depends on – on the public, if you you have a heart for these guys, start giving now. There's a way to go on there. You can do PayPal, credit cards. We take it all, 
Um, and again, we, we promise you that 100% of everything goes to them. We have no paid staff whatsoever. We, we volunteer all our time because that's what we have to do. You know what the, the greatest connection with, with what you're doing out there is? It's, it's, you know, the, the monetary things are great, but when these guys are hurt or you, unfortunately you have a, a family member that falls in the line of duty, is uh, you know, they tend to start feeling forgotten. Uh, they start feeling yeah. left out because this isn't a, just a job. This isn't something that you do uh, to, to bring a paycheck. This is a calling. This is a desire. This is a drive that 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 we become involved in, and it's so ingrained in our lives uh, that this is our family. We talk about it all the time. It's our blue family, and nobody wants to be forgotten. And I think, you know, through everything that that you're doing out there, you know, the, again, the, the monetary stuff is great, but the fact that they still feel that they're wanted, they're needed, they're remembered, their sacrifice is still honored for what they did, that they're willing to go out there, put themselves on that line every day. Uh, and, and that's really the payback. And you see it in yeah. their faces when when you guys show up and you do the things that you do for them. And kudos to you for it. It's it's absolutely phenomenal. Thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and we've, we've did, we did a lot of research with it. And we, what we're finding is that it's pretty normal that after about a year, um, the friends stop calling, squad mates stop calling, bosses stop calling. And one of the reasons why we figured out why is because people start feeling guilty, you know, and they look at it and go, man, I, I can't, I can't face that guy anymore because that could be me. And it's, it's crushing on everybody. It involves everybody and it touches everybody's lives. So, and we often forget about the families, you know, even the families of the guys who aren't wounded. I, I my wife, I've been married for 37 years. I don't know how she does it. I don't know how she goes to bed, you know, every night knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. Is he going to come home? The same with my kids. And now my son being a uh, law enforcement officer, my daughter being a nurse, I mean, they just, they they get it. Well, but you know, it's, it's it's a bit funny you talk like that with my family, too, as my daughter has always said, you know, I can handle the phone call. I know if there's a, if it's a phone call, he may be hurt, but he's okay. It's that knock yeah. on the door that you don't want to get. That's exactly right. And i got to tell you, I've, I've actually had to be there, and it's, probably one of the toughest things we've ever had to do. I've lost four friends in this business and it's, it is not easy for anybody. And that's the other side of giving back to these guys and helping them get over the hump and getting them past the, you know, the, even sometimes when they start feeling sorry for themselves, taking them out and forcing them and pushing them hard to, Hey, you're going to finish whether you like it or not. And, you know, we just, we push them to a point of life changing events for them. And they know that it's not over. I can still, you know, John Rogers, I talk about him all the time from a pop guitar department, lost his arm. We took the guy tuna fishing in 200 feet of water. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. it changed his life. He went out well, fishing for... To, to clarify, uh, the fish were in 200 feet of water. Right. He John, wasn't yeah, in John was feet of water. on the boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, John was on the boat. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a little deep down there. Yeah, but, but that is a life-changing event. <laughs> sure you is, find yeah, yourself yeah. there. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. he hasn't... It, it took seven years from the date of his injury. He had not been fishing. Right. And, and we're like, this can't hold, man. We've got to right. change this your mindset has to get back into doing the things you love to do. So It's rough. Um, Jeff. And that's what we do. Jeff, we got to get going. Uh, close yeah. out the program. HometownHeroesAlliance.org. HometownHeroesAlliance.org. Check it out, folks. Event coming up February 9th if you're, uh, should be September 9th if you're in the Central Florida area. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, All right, man. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, okay, folks, that's that's it for uh, for the show today. We've uh, we've had another good one. Uh, I appreciate everybody uh, joining us and you uh, make uh, back to make to Major Bill. Yes, yes, it's been a great time. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, good time, and to all my brothers and sisters in blue, especially my friends out there at the Tampa PD, Officer Delo. You know, I'm talking to you. 
Uh, remember to wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six, and always go home at the end of your shift. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone, and we'll see you next week. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 